This is your African god, Tiberius Asante, and I'm here at Four Corner Fandemonium. Welcome to Four Corner Fandemonium. I'm your host, Jay Will, the voice of independent wrestling. And today we have the African god, Tiberius Asante. How you doing today, bro? Man, it, 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 it feels good to be here today, you know. Um, I'm just happy to be out here at this workhorse, uh, the show we got going on at the Delaware State Fairgrounds. Yeah, it's so a free show. Here. A free show. I love it. Um so tell us a little bit about you. Um, well, you see, I came from Baltimore, and I moved down here to Delaware about 2006. I would say 2011 is when I met – no, 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 2007 is when I met the Briscoes. Okay. And I met Jay, and then I met Mark, and they saw a couple kids that were trying to do something, and they seen we had something and started training us. That's what's up. Shout out to the Briscoes. Shout yeah, out to RIP. Rest in peace to my dog. Our DJ and shout out to Mark. He's still fucking pushing. I see him on TV everywhere. He, he's doing this thing, holding it down. Man. He is, man. He's doing. He's doing it big. All right. So, um, what schools you done attended so far? Um, schools that I've been to. Uh, first it was Spinebusters, which was in Farmington, Delaware, the Auto Exchange. Okay. And then I took a little hiatus because I had my son. Gotcha, and then gotcha. I got into Workhorse Training Facility. Okay. And I've been there since. It's been about a year, year and a half now. Okay. So. Shout out to Workhorse as well. This, every time I've came by to do an interview with somebody or go over some plans with either Sean Hardy or Sean Carlson, I stayed and I looked at the training. And it's always a family atmosphere. It's not nobody trying to one-up each other. Everybody's there trying to get it together, and that's what I love about it. Yeah, man, it's a brotherhood of family, and it's the it's the most unique training system that I've ever came across. And I'm not going to put it on here because it's trademarked, but yeah, it is the most unique training system that I've ever been through. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I've I've seen from the beginning of me going, skipping a couple of weeks and coming back, like the growth in the guys that had just started, like it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Ridiculous. It's like, crazy. Guys like Trucker Josh, Deep Pockets, like I seen them when they were just kind of. In no time, they just jumped out of nowhere and they're, they're doing the damn thing. Man. They are. Tiny Tim is the one of the – Yes, crazy. definitely that's Tiny crazy. Tim. They, he just came out of nowhere yeah. with it and a big fan favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, growing up, like, who was some of your favorite wrestlers? Growing up off the top, always, it's Kane. Kane was, like, the big thing that I saw. Because gotcha. I didn't even, like, watch wrestling at first. Like, I did. But I was limited because I was in the city and we didn't have cable. Yeah. As soon as I came down to my grandmother's house in Salisbury, Maryland, and lived with my dad, man, I started watching WWE, uh, WWF Raw at the yeah. time. And I seen it was, oh, I can't remember the pay-per-view. I want to say it was Bad Blood or King of the Ring when Kane came into the steel cage yeah, with yeah, the door yeah. off. And I was just like, yo, who is this dude that looks like Jason Voorhees? Yeah. And I was obsessed. Yeah, it, it was it was real creepy when he first came. Yeah, it was it's crazy. Like, I didn't know what to expect. I just knew it had to be something to deal with The Undertaker because he's the only person. Yeah, yeah, that ex- yeah I could, like, at first I couldn't figure it out. He really matched his mystique, and it's it real crazy how that happened. Yeah, and then another one, like, and I didn't like him at first, but then I, once I learned the game, I was like, yo, Triple H is the GOAT. 
yeah. Triple H. That was another guy that was like yeah. hated him, but I loved him at the same time. And I'm a big Shawn Michaels fan as well, so it's like I I love the way he's like just stuck to his hip and learned mm-hmm. what he could. Oh yeah, they were like played twins. his part. <laughs> yeah. He just played his part and waited his time. And as soon as Shawn handed the baton over to him, he took that thing and fucking ran, ran with it, man. Ran. Yeah. So. Um, in your career so far, how uh, have you accomplished every anything that you thought you wouldn't? Oh, uh, this is a good one. So I went to Unsanctioned Pro, I want to say it was like 2022, early that year. And okay. I met Big F and Vin. And I said to myself, I was like, man, I, that'd be cool if I got to wrestle him. So yeah. I like put him on my little wish list, not thinking nothing gotcha. of it. Also, O'Shea Edwards. A whole okay. calendar year later. I get to wrestle big F and Vin in a six-man uh, scramble match, and then that's when I got to wrestle O'Shea Edwards, and I had no clue that it was going to happen. That's crazy, man. So, and and I got Jacob Fatu on there, so fingers hey, crossed. That because can come that, I, want that. I met him a couple of times up in Philly when they was running Fusion at the 2300 so Okay, okay. So, yeah, I even made him a custom shirt where it says MLW um, – it's a marijuana limits weakness. Ah. You know, he's the high chief. He yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he fucking dope. loved it, man. Yeah, yeah that's, that's dope. So um, your matches that you've had, besides um, the ones that your dream matches that you've already accomplished, like what are some of your favorite matches that you've had? Uh, I got to say, one of my top matches right now that I love, even I, I, I still watch it sometimes. So there's a guy named Rick Reeves, and he's come, <clears throat> he comes from uh, – like down in the Carolina, uh, Caroline and uh, Virginia area, and okay. uh, I met him at Pure Pro Wrestling, which is ran by Jimmy Love. Okay, and we had our first match, and it was just like magic. Then we had our second match, and then that was just crazy. So right now he's like my top. You know what I mean? That's like I'm up. waiting for this part three like so the, we can finish yeah, this chapter. It's like the, the chemistry is just there. Yeah, it's that's, just there. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um. What was your most memorable storyline from shows back in the day, like SmackDown, Raw, Nitro, whichever one you watch? What was your most, most memorable? Because it always sticks in my head is when Undertaker kidnaps Stephanie, and they're all, you know, Vince is playing it like we gotta find her, get her together, everyone. Yeah. Da da da. Then you find out, you know, it was me, Austin. Yeah, it was me all along. Oh, you never God. trust the boss. Mm-mm. That that one was crazy because the twist. You know what I mean? That that twist at the end of him. Being the one that yeah. set up. And the whole time, you know, kid not being smart at all. I'm thinking this is real. And the crazy <laughs> thing with, with Vince, it, it might not have been him all along, but he seen how it was going. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm taking credit for this one. Oh, yeah, yeah you know <laughs> I'm how Vince is. taking credit for this one. Like, this one's all it's me. too good not to, to pass up. <laughs> all right, so um, your WCW and WWF dream match, who would you see yourself against from WCW? WCW, I would have loved to wrestle Diamond Dallas Page. That would have been because Diamond Dallas is a genius at this stuff, and I can only imagine how he could have just either get just getting us both over with the crowd. But his mind is just one of a kind. Yeah, him getting in at a late age, like thirties, which which still having a great fucking career. That that is ridiculous. So who um in WWF WWE? Who would you have man, your dream match with? If he was still alive, God rest his soul, Umaga. I would have oh, loved. Man. See, I got this thing about Samoans, man. I yeah. got to get in the ring with some Samoans. They're yeah. they're, they're they some horses. Yeah. You know? And Umaga would have been like the, whew. 
that that you would have got tested on. Oh yeah, that would have been the one. You would have needed some ice packs and a couple. Oh yeah, I would have loved it too. Badges of honor. All right. So, um, out of our history of African American wrestlers, my one of my favorites being Ron Simmons because he's the first um, African American eyewitness become heavyweight champion and everything. So, like, who's your your top five? See, um, I always put Bad News Brown. Okay. Uh, there's another guy named uh, Big Leroy Brown. I watched some of his stuff. And his stuff is more like Memphis, way old school back in the okay. day. Um, because I was a kid and at the time, uh, The Rock, because yeah. at the, he was the only black person yeah, really on TV being pushed in our face at yeah. the time. Booker T, got to give him an honorable mention. Um, and Mark Henry, like Mark Henry yeah. is a beast. I have a um, a wrestling belt. It's a Stone Cold Steve Austin um, heavyweight championship belt. But the only signatures I've had on it so far has been Tony Atlas and Ron Simmons. Nice. And I met them both in um, Delaware at shows and everything. And the last signature I just got was Sting. I wanted the last one to be Mark Henry. Yeah, that's but still fire. I couldn't, I couldn't pass. Sting's my favorite wrestler yeah. of all time. Right, you can't pass like, that up. <laughs> I, I paid for one signature, so I'm sitting here with like three different things, and I'm like, man, do I pay for another signature or do I just? I was like, man, it's got to be the belt. Got it, because when you gonna come across that again? Yeah, you know. Yeah, especially him still active wrestling. Still it's not like he thing. was a vet. Like Jerry the King Lawler was there. I got his signature, mm-hmm. but he didn't get to sign the belt gotcha. or whatever. Um, it was Sergeant Slaughter was there. I even got to talk to Tommy Dreamer nice, and everything. He nice. gave me some podcast advice and all that. So yeah, that, that was a good night in um, New Jersey, a good night of wrestling. But like you said, you never know when that's going to happen again. Yeah, you never so you got to take that opportunity. All right, well, um, where do you see yourself in five years? In five years, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but as long as things keep going the way they're going and I keep, you know what I mean, following this path that God has put me on, I see myself at least making it to impact. And I can see that too. Well, yeah. from the time I first started seeing you to now, it's like your matches keep progressively getting better and better. You're understanding who you are, what your role is, and you're just freaking embracing it. It's, it's phenomenal. And yeah. I, I can tell that the training system that you're in helps out a hell of a lot. Phenomenally. It's like they, they get you on the right path of what you're supposed to be. A lot of wrestlers come in, they want to, do something that they want to do, but they don't really know how to do it. They got to do what they're supposed to do first. Yep. And, before I, and they I, can do I'll use me as a big example, bro. I had, and I didn't even know I had one. I had an yeah. ego. But going through this training school, mm-hmm. it has taught me so much stuff, like the, the respect, learning to give respect, to get respect, all this, like stuff I knew, but I didn't know that I had a, an attitude towards yeah. it. But now it's made me a better man. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely. Like I'm a, a veteran of the United States Army, and I realized when I joined when I was younger, I thought I knew everything. Then when I got in and basic training broke my ass down, right. I, I ain't no <laughs> shit at all. So it's like I, I completely understand that. It's like I'm hopefully in the future I'm trying to get a couple of things together first, but I'm I'm trying to make a stop to work horse trainer and center myself. Oh uh, yeah, I definitely, definitely would love to have you down there, man. Yeah, I'm gonna I want to get my ref on, and I want to be a manager. Oh I man, definitely you definitely got to come down. Yeah, yeah I can I want, see you doing that, man. Yeah, I want. I, I've, <laughs> I've seen it. 
plenty of times I, I've been I've talked to Everest and joked with him about it and everything. I want freaking Banks, you and Everest, and I want to just travel around and just beat people the fuck up. <laughs> I want to talk shit while y'all just beat people the fuck up. That's, That's what it. it is, man. The time is now, then, man. Don't don't sleep yeah, on that. No, I'm, I'm definitely not. I've been in coordination with um, Sean Carlson and everything. I'm more than welcome there. Good. He's already told me. So I'm just trying to make sure my ducks is in a row before I start. Before you because commit, I want to yeah. give my full commitment. Yes, but, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. But, man, I, I definitely appreciate you down here. We're in Harrington, Delaware right now at a free show, three free shows that they ran. If you didn't get it, 1CW does stuff like this all the time. Workhorse Training Center is, is always around with guys doing great things. So if you're not with it, come down to Houston, Delaware, May 20th. You can see it live and enjoy it for yourself but i appreciate you man hey man no problem man i appreciate you having me on thank you no problem thank you for listening to four corner fandomonium make sure to follow for upcoming shows and follow the african god tabiri sasante on all social media platforms also catch him this saturday in Cheriton, virginia and may 20th in houston delaware and always remember Reach for the sky, boy!